0: Ciao, tren.
1: What's did your? we set? Did we set the scene here, out at Asesa, past the airport, no, no, we at A Quinta, about hundred meters by hundred meters, which is about a—that's a hectare, right? Ten thousand square meters is a hectare. A
0: hundred per hundred.
1: It's about this lot is about a hundred by hundred.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, una manzana, as we would say. Just next to the Roca line of the railways,
1: and um, tranquil, really. Yeah. Nice.
0: Very, very much. The okay. grass, the grass could be
1: a little bit greener, but I'm nah, not complaining.
0: Ah, it's
2: perfect. What do Dan Carney is the expert. Fernando Farías is the local. B.A. Cast, cast, the Buenos
1: Aires podcast. Episode fourteen, January thirteenth, two thousand and ten. Oh, whoa, oh, yeah. hey, whoa. Damn, use of bolas.
0: And for the chamusho...
1: Oh, wow. We have a hell of a chamusho for you. Uh, this is Paul Strobel, American from Texas, and Alan Seabright, Brit from, well, wherever that is. And um, <laughs> and me and Fer debating football versus...
0: Football! Or uh, football versus rugby with helmets.
1: <laughs> Eternauto's audio guide returns with architectural highlights...
0: And give me the let's do the Facebook, Twitter, and that sort of stuff. No. Promo, promo,
1: promo www.ww.ww. Www. Www.
0: No, www. no, 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 That's
1: bacast.com.
0: Exactly, or iTunes and Facebook plus Twitter. We should open a, a mail, a, a traditional mail address, like for people who want to send like letters.
1: BACast.gmail.com at gmail.com?
0: No, no, if someone wants to send a traditional oh mail No, 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 no. no. <laughs> That's not even funny. The
1: expats of Buenos
2: Aires have their say. This is the Expat Chat.
0: My name is Amos Buddy. I hail from Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've been here in Buenos Aires since the middle of September 2010. I lived in Bolivia for three months. When I was in Bolivia... It was hard to make friends because I'm, I'm 22 years old, and everybody my age in Bolivia is married, and they have kids, and so they can't, I can't, like, if I spend an evening with them, their kids are running around in circles, I just can't relate to that, um, but here in Buenos Aires, the... There are people educated going to colleges. There are people, there are the young people like to go out. My shift from, from rural Bolivia to the metropolitan Argentina has been for me a chance to, to experience life much more like it would be if I went back to the United States. That piece was taped at the Drinking Liberally event of every Monday. Check it out on Facebook.
2: This podcast is brought to you by Anuva Wines. A N U V A Wines.com.
0: Politics are becoming your country very extremist.
1: Yeah, because the U.S. is on its way down.
0: He's on his way down. So you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Sorry. No question. Uh, there is an addict, though. I mean, when I was. About to return from my first and so far only trip to the United States in May 2010 from well, New York. Where you learn
1: so much about the whole country by being in one city. <laughs> the one city that doesn't represent the whole country. At all. I mean, it represents a, a certain ideal. That but, I don't country, know, but I've
0: been told the same, that New York does not represent at so, all. It's
1: so not representative of the country.
0: I was on my way back. And during my stay there, I, I, I love visiting bookshops. Strand and... Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. And I was surprised by the by the literature that was on the main stands, like the best sellers that you walk into the store and those are the books you see first. What were they? Rush Limbaugh? And and that sort of stuff with titles like I mean it's always the same. A, a fa- the face of a guy, a Caucasian guy, a white guy, yeah, with a with a US flag in on the background and a title. As apocalyptic as Let's save our country <laughs> right. Get our country back Right Let's stop this yeah. Let's return to the I don't know Some stuff stop like that Stop Obamaism And what are they calling him? The Obama fascist Or the Obama
1: what? I can't remember
0: On my way back Before boarding the plane I I was checking these books again I was reading a book by this I think it's Newt Gringrich <laughs> oh, Or something like Newt that Gingrich Or something like that but, it's not the guy, it's the things he says in this book So I was laughing over that And my wife, who saw me laughing Approaches me and says What are you laughing about? And I say in Spanish Me río de estos pelotudos, las cosas que dicen Which would be like I'm laughing at these assholes yeah. And what they're saying And there was an Argentine This guy, this Argentine, heard me And said In Spanish, i mean in Argentine Spanish You know I agree with you I've oh, been, right. he was just standing there at the he bookstore? was standing there and he, and he told me something that caught my attention he said yeah I, I agree with you I've been living here for 30 years and I'm really scared that's why I'm going back to Argentina wow the guy was coming back to Argentina he told me my children my children were born in this country but I'm really scared about these guys and I left Argentina during the dictatorship but I'm I, I want to come back to Argentina now that's just one story it's just one anecdote. But if there's one guy who but thinks the, like well, you that, think about the there are odds, many other but
1: guys. But not only that, it's the fact that you ran into him at an airport talking about the same subject matter, you know, at the same time and place in the world, and he was willing to say something. You know what I mean? The fact that he was willing to say something to you was obviously shows that what you said, you know? There's a lot of people out there who think that.
2: Watch out. Chamujeros chamujando. Chamujeros talking crab. I,
0: I see American football and I see guys playing rugby with helmets. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, it, football is a derivation of rugby, okay. ultimately. So you're not allowed to pass the ball forward except for once per play. Big, big differences between American football and rugby. Number one, American football, you stop all the time. The, the ball stops, the guys down, you stop, everybody lines up no. again.
3: Is that for adverts? No, it's actually
1: not. It's actually for <laughs> no. strategy. Like a yeah. big piece of American it's- football that's different is strategy. <laughs>
4: It's it's like chess. I mean it's very I mean you have these different formations and then from that formation you can do different things, so so there's a lot of strategy involved that and the, only the reason uninitiated doesn't
3: Right. So you have all of these players and they, they have their predefined roles for what they're supposed to do in different situations. Correct. They react to what the different situations are and they always supposedly would know exactly what they're supposed to be doing in any of those situations. Right. Isn't that kind of dull? <laughs> No, well, actually, well, the, that's what is, makes it so interesting. That's
4: for the offense, though. The, the defense is more. I mean, they're they're more animal-like.
1: Yeah, they're more fluid.
4: They and they they have to react to the situation. The offense, yeah, they know where they're going and where the play's supposed to go, and then obviously then they wing it once the ball's in play.
0: In football, in soccer, there's, there's no the, strategy. The the, the the team that plays
3: badly. Can end up winning the, winning the game. Yeah. That, yeah, but that kind of brings an element of, of, yeah, of randomness yeah. and, yeah. and uh, uncertainty they, into the apparently game. Apparently, that is not appreciated.
0: But the thing is, why uh, football soccer did not rub on in the in the US. Because I think with their resources, well, with the population, I, with the, with the I, I, oh, just give us a little time. The, we'll dominate that. With the variety too. of the United States, they would have such a great league, better than the than the British, the Spanish, the the, the Italian.
3: Exactly. I, I blame David Beckham personally. Well, <laughs> really? Possibly. Posh, posh Spice. Okay.
4: I would actually Go argue far. the the opposite as far as popularity of soccer in the United States. I would say, the popularity of people going into professional sport as Americans is something that isn't very popular but almost everybody I mean I grew up I played 10 years of soccer
1: yeah, I played I mean, soccer too.
4: Everybody plays soccer as a kid, but then all these potentially great soccer players—they all go to basketball, baseball, American football, and then they play like a, a man's like a, game. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. yeah. soccer yeah. in the states yeah. is considered a girls' sport. Exactly, exactly. I've, I've so, yeah. heard that. Exactly, and That's here it. girls don't play soccer; they play field hockey.
3: Is the different equipment that the the players in American football use important? Like, for example, yes. in, in soccer, is. the type of football boots you have is it can can be extremely important. For example, that you can get uh, Predator boots, mm-hmm. which have kind of Beveled rubber on the sides, which help you to bend the ball, mm. like David Beckham. Yeah, are there no, things like that Sharks. in in, uh, yeah. in American football? That come? Oh, thank well,
1: American yeah. football is is the equipment sport. I mean, there there is really no more equipment that you can use for sport besides maybe hockey.
3: But I also think that that's
1: more evidence as to why it is such an American sport. Like, there's all this preparation involved. There's lots of you stuff know? to
3: buy. Yeah.
1: Why is <clears throat> football soccer so popular? in the world. I,
4: I think a big part of it is that about you only need a ball.
3: Yeah, that's all you need is a that's ball. That's
4: all you need. Like how many sports it's accessible. Do you, do it's you, you a
3: democratic game. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can play yeah. it. Yeah. Anybody can watch it and understand it. Is it a democratic game or is, is it a socialist game?
1: Is it a socialist game or a democratic game? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. Oh, wow. <laughs> also you don't have to have any talent because you can always play in gold yeah <laughs> in american football you have to
1: be aggressive all the time there's no passive form of attack and speaking of the psychology of, of football versus football football is a very passive aggressive game this this style that you can play which is you know what i'm, I'm going to be i'm not even going to talk to you i'm not going to talk to you you're over there whatever i'm not talking to you i'm not talking to you i'm not talking to you you're a fucking asshole <laughs> and then you score a goal, right? <laughs> and you, you have no idea what's coming, like you know? a very hysterical, yeah, exactly, like a very That's hysterical what I'm relationship. Exactly. But no, the good American thing about that is, is just uh, there all the time. Exactly. And American it's football is you're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> you, you're an asshole. <laughs> fuck you. You're an asshole. <laughs> you, we're gonna and score.
4: And your mom.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And the, the horse you rode in on. Exactly. <laughs> the, the great thing about the passive aggressive nature of, uh, of football. Um, is when you're watching it on TV in Argentina, it gives the commentators a while to talk about like uh, what was on Tinelli last night. Right, exactly. <laughs> <And it's> like-
0: <laughs> Somebody mentioned that people can, in the US can take a, yeah. a game in which there are only two or three goals, so sometimes n- uh,
3: kneel. Yeah. I, I have to admit, there are games of, of soccer, football, which are absolutely mind-numbingly boring. Yeah. Even as a soccer fan, I can say that. But... You can have a nil-nil game in soccer or a one nil game where the tension is building and building and perhaps the team scores the winning goal in the, the third minute of added time at the end of the game and the tension was building towards that and they were so close to scoring or uh, there was a really interesting game in the English Premier League recently where I think it was Birmingham beat uh, Chelsea one nil <laughs> Birmingham, a terrible team. Chelsea, one of the best, richest teams in, in, in the world. Chelsea had 25 shots at goal and didn't 25. score see that's the thing it's like if Birmingham, you get
1: a bunch of shots on goal then it's an interesting game yeah
3: Birmingham had one shot on goal and they scored that goal see, that's and what I'm
1: talking about if you can imagine being, should, there should but, be some sort of marginal can, reward can for you ima- 25 shots on goal can
3: you imagine supporting being a, a fan of Birmingham and that happening it's just it's almost orgasmic <laughs> seriously it's, it's, like, well, a, it's actually, like it's like a coitus interrupt it's, it's on the phone
2: <laughs> <laughs> cast cast y Kent, de buenos aires podcast
0: nunca doy nada por sentado solo un boludo tal vez da las cosas por sentado solo porque algo está acá hoy puede no estar mañana y eso es algo de lo que nunca en tu vida te vas a tener que preocupar por mi que cambie Mi forma de ser con vos, porque, nena, te amo. Flaca, te amo. Exactamente como sos. No
2: cambies. And now, the audio guides of Eternautas Cultural Tours.
5: The old city. There are very few examples of real colonial architecture in Buenos Aires. Two of these examples have recently been renovated and give us an idea of how the city might have looked like right before the independence revolution of 1810. In the corner of Alsina and Defensa streets, neighborhood of Montserrat, lie the Altos de Escurra, with its internal courtyards and its near-Renaissance façade. An extraordinary surviving example of a luxury residence from 1801. In 1860 it was turned into a tenement house and later on into a printing press, until in 1900 it was made into a series of shops. On the same sidewalk, on the corner with the Finca Street, is another great residential example from the early 19th century, the neoclassical Altos de Elorriaga, with its austere façade and a lookout tower to observe the arrival of ships to port, a key activity for this family of merchants. The corner's antiquity is marked by being one of the few corners in the city without an ochaba, a diagonally angled corner. Location: Both Altos de Loríaga and Altos de Escurra are almost in the corner of Alcina and Defensa Streets, and opposite San Francisco Church.
2: For more info on Eternautas cultural tours of BA, go to E T E R N A U T A S dot
0: Don't say country house, weekend house, house in the suburbs. Instead, say. Quinta. Spanish Playground. Expressions with bolas, pelotas, or balls. Part 1. Let's start with just the words themselves. Bola, and pelota, and bocha, and bocha, and balon, really. Come on, come on. To be en bolas, uh, which literally means to have your testicles <laughs> on display. Right. But sure. to, to be in bolas can be stark naked, but also it can mean to be unprepared. No? Students use a lot that expression, to be en bolas, estoy en really? bolas. For example, mm. hey, Dan, have you studied for today's exam? No, pero estoy en bolas. No, 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 without the pero. No, no, estoy en bolas. I'm okay. completely unprepared. Mm. Dar bola, yeah, that's a that's a soccer expression. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, pass the ball, yeah. No me dan bola is uh, they don't they're not passing the ball to me.
0: Yeah, they're uh, ignoring me. Uh, pass the ball, give the ball. Dar bola, dar pelota can also mean can also be used in sexual or romantic context. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're, for example, after a woman or after a man, whatever, in in how she's feeling about you. No, no me da bola, no me da pelota. Right. She's not into me. B.A.
2: Cast. B.A. Cast. B.A. Cast.
0: Okay, next week.
1: Be short on salsa.
0: With Larry Rogers, a salsa awesome, man. Yeah, and Maria Carra of Buenos Aires Food is once again talking about salsa, spice, uh, a very divisive issue. The tune brings us Actor Piazzolla. What? Astor Piazzolla. Oh, was of there an S in that word? Okay. Astor Piazzolla. Oh. Astor Piazzolla may be the most famous tango artist abroad, outside Argentina, maybe after Carlos Gardel. Interesting. But he's very resisted, or he was very resisted here in Argentina by many tango Because you're purists.
1: a bunch of nationalists.
0: Yeah, because tango is a very conservative thing. And when... Just p- like the rest of the country. <laughs> when Piazzolla came forth... He introduced a series of instruments in the sixties that were considered non-canonical in tango.
1: That's a very big word, fair.
0: Well, not tradition, non-traditional. Ah, tango. this is Libertango. Later.